Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Love Talk Radio. Good evening. And blessings. And welcome to another installment of The Gist of Freedom is Faith. This show is produced by acclaimed historian, educator, and author, Leslie Isk, and serves as our weekly live online discussion to celebrate the African-American experience by honoring all the people, past and present, black and white, who, with faith and focus, are preserving our rich history through literature, the arts, the skilled trades, and the humanities. We thank you for joining us tonight, and we'd love you to to be a part of tonight's discussion by calling in with your comments or questions to 347-324-5552. Hello, this is Leslie Gish. You're listening to the Gist of Freedom. You can log on to us at www.blackhistorydocumentaries. And tonight we have a wonderful guest. His name is Mr. Floyd Vance. Uh Are you on the line, Mr. Rantz? Yes, I am. Okay. How do you pronounce your name? Oh, uh, it's Floyd Rance the Third. Okay, great. I want to thank you so much for coming on the show on such a short notice, and you were so receptive to um, the interview, and you were kind to me when I met you at Martha's Vineyard. I just want to tell everybody um, at the top of the show that you are a wonderful person from my meeting you um yeah, at first glance, I was just—you were really nice to me. So I just oh, well, I appreciate—I appreciate, I appreciate your comments, Leslie. Thank you so much. Okay, let's start off about. Um, let's talk about the film where we met. Uh, one of my favorites, all-time favorites, um, the Contradictions of Fair Hope. Right. And talk about how you connected with them and the logistics of how that all com- came about. You had 25 films, so let's start there. Okay, sure. Um, well, Miss Murkison, as I as I, I tend to call her, um, she reached out to us earlier in the year. I think she was uh, possibly one of the first. She, she might have reached out to us some sometime around February, and uh, we actually did an, an event with her uh, at Macy's, which was one of our our uh, sponsors this year. Uh, we did an event with her um, at Macy's, Macy's Thirty Fourth Street, Herald Square. Uh, on the ninth floor, and uh, she was gracious enough to participate participate on a panel discussion that we had um, during Women Women's History Month, which, I, if I'm not mistaken, is March. Right. So we we had the pleasure of working with her um, um, already. So we had kind of built up somewhat of a of a rapport. Um, but she she reached out to us uh, regarding the contradictions of Fair Hope um, for submission, just like all the other. Uh, filmmakers, so she was not taking the celebrity track at all. She just s- sent in her uh, her film with her submission fee, and uh, you know, took it from there. Okay, what did you think about the film? And what I, you, thought, I, thought, you know, I thought she did a good job. If I'm not mistaken, I think it, that was her first time. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was uh, 
I want to say amazing um, mm-hmm. and kind of astounding um, considering uh, the content and, and you saw it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I was unaware of, of uh, Foot Wash, which takes place in uh, Mississippi, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, since Alabama. we're in, it was in Alabama, okay, it was in Alabama, okay. and um, unaware of it, I think that that primarily folks from uh, California and uh, the immediate area, and also from up north, like Detroit, Chicago, uh, maybe possibly Ohio, those folks kind of migrated from Alabama, um, New Orleans, things of that nature. But most folks, and I think they mentioned it in the documentary, migrated north. So they went straight up up to uh, the northern cities, Chicago, Milwaukee, things of that nature. Now, the place um, was packed. I mean, it yes, was jam yes, packed. You it had was to keep packed. adding chairs and it was standard room. You had three layers of people standing around. I mean, what did, did you expect that type of um, response? We did, we did, and we we were very pleased uh, with the response. Considering I, I know it rained that night, uh, but everyone looked lovely. They all had on white, and um, we were very blessed on that evening. And um, you know, it, it all came together. And in fact, you may not know this, but we also screened it simultaneously at the Performing Arts Center, which was our other venue, because I knew that um, there was going to be an overflow of crowds. So. I didn't want too many people to be disappointed and turned away, so I also screened it at the Performing Arts Center. So had I not done that, it would have just, you know, there would have been a lot of disappointed people because they wouldn't have been able to get in. Um, but it was, a, it was a great turnout, and uh, everything went lovely. Everything went lovely. So, yeah, I'm very it pleased was with my that. First, it was my first time attending your film festival, and I had a a wonderful time, and my husband, he can't wait to uh, return back to the vineyard. It was his first time there, and it was the, the atmosphere was just wonderful. Um, Great. You remind me of the spirit of the contradiction of Fear Hope. Uh-oh, okay. Do you know why I would say that? Can you no, explain to the audience? Well, it's about community, communities working together. Uh-huh. And, and your film festival comes from that same type of spirit of, trying to promote films within, you know, you know, uh, within our own group. Exactly. Do you see, uh, why are you doing this? What What about your past? Oh, okay. Um, well, that, that, that's, a, that's an excellent question. Um, you know, uh, myself um, solely, you know, I, I kind of have that spirit, and I come, I wouldn't say I necessarily come from that background, but I, I do harbor that spirit. I, I, I try to... Um, uh, be have a good spirit and, and do for others, and I, I I feel for other people. I can feel their pain, and uh, you know the the festival in itself is 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 can be can be can take on many different um, faces. It's it, in some respects it is a film festival, but in many respects it's a support group. Um, mm-hmm. So we are supporting um, the filmmakers, and we're supporting each other as well. And that's that's what it that's what it's all about. It's like you, everybody needs support. You know, you need support in what you're doing. And and I'm I'm so happy and pleased to hear you say that that you that you acknowledge that um, um, in our efforts um, because that that's what it is. It's a support group. And uh, unfortunately, a lot of times, people certain folks might not get that, but other folks mm-hmm. do get that. They get the the whole support thing, and they can be appreciative of that. So. You know, I, I salute those who do support it, and hopefully for those who don't, I, you know, they can catch up with me. Well, 
the the environment was one of support. It was one of love and um, unity. You had a, a set of volunteers that showed up because I was there early in the morning at the new at the pack at the high school, um, waiting to buy tickets. And um, you had a set of volunteers. They were all very polite. Um, you had filmmakers. You also had a um, a, a cruise for filmmakers to network. Am I right? I did. I did have a cruise for. Uh, we ha- we typically have a. I think this is our possibly our fourth or fifth year um, on the boat cruise. And I, I'm not sure if you were on the boat or not. Um, but typically, what that is, it's called the Black Dog Tall Ship. So it's not a um, the, the stereotypical boat cruise. It's for lack of a better example, it's you know sort of kind of like a slave ship. That's a that's a horrible analogy, so please forgive me. But it is it is one of those kind of ships, you know, with the big tall sail, uh, you know, with the the you know the the spinning wheel, the, the helm, and and everything you would think of. You know, it's one of those big wooden boats. It's a huge, huge boat. So it's not like um, you know you know a circle line or, or a cruise ship per se. It's it's a it's a a, a boat, a real ship. Uh, with a real sale. So we take them out there, um, and there's, there's supposed to be a lot of networking and camaraderie going on. Unfortunately, we had some uh, inclement weather, but we did manage to go out and uh, beat the inclement weather. I mean, once we docked, the the rain came. So, But uh, nonetheless, it was a good trip. Now, your background. You said you have this spirit. Who do you think helped instill this this uh, a spirit of um, philanthropy and community and all all these wonderful things that I've never well, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't level. necessarily say that I'm I'm uh, philanthropic just yet. I mean, I, I maybe I'm headed in that way, um, but I will say it is a uh, a spirit of support. Uh, my my background I was pretty much I was brought up a single mother, um, and she needed help. She needed support. So I was always in these kind of like support type of situations, support groups, and I, that possibly permeated my skin and, uh, you know, kind of grew from there. So I've always been kind of a, um, you know, a supportive person, supportive of friends. But the the truth of it is that I, I really didn't have a lot of support as a young man. I didn't have a lot of, a lot of family members. I have one sibling um, who needs support and who didn't have a lot of support. So, you mix that in with me being a filmmaker and a creator, and then somehow out, out puts me doing the film festival in conjunction with my wife, who's also a very giving, an extremely generous person. Sometimes she's a, a little bit too generous for my for my taste. Mm-hmm. I saw the two of you, and that's how we met. I didn't know who you were, but I did. Now let me let me ask you: were you were you the one young lady with the camera? Yes, and you corrected me, and you gave me instructions <laughs> on how to connect. And I said, "No one has ever took the time to teach me anything." But it was important because I'm four foot ten, and you didn't like the picture. You said I was taking a picture and it was going up your nostrils. Right, right, right. It was, it was not flattering. I looked like Hermie Munster. I think I said. Right, and um, I instantly liked you because that is philanthropic in itself. Yes, it is. You're, you're right. You're right. And that, I honestly, yeah, honestly say that that is uh, uh, what it's all about. It's about you know you you receive by giving, 
and that that's kind of like um, at the essence of it. You know, by by giving to people and giving to others, you receive it. It may not come in the in the form um, that you want it to come in, but you'll get it back. So that's that's the whole essence behind it for me, at least, is that I know that you know by giving people and giving to people that I'll receive some good. And and I, I like I said, it was great. And your wife, you have a great team. Um, how did you and your wife come up with this concept? And first well, she, of all, how did you, how did you two meet? Period. Let's start there. Okay, we met. Um, this seems like a long time ago. We met back in '90, I think it was. And we met, long story, short story, at a, uh, mm-hmm. a, a industry party. I think it was a Def Jam Christmas party. Um, so we met, and, you know, the rest is history. You know, we basically dated like most folks. And mm-hmm. and what happened was when we were dating, in the midst of dating, we, we dated for about seven years before we got married. So in between those seven years, uh, she took she introduced me to Martha's Vineyard. So we would go up there, and, and, and typically for most young men, it doesn't really resonate with them. Um, they don't really get it. I mean, Martha's Vineyard is an, an interesting place in in and of, of itself. It's very, um, it's just, it's just. I call it its own planet. Honestly, it's like it just takes you a minute to get adjusted to it and to figure it out. So she introduced me to it, and we would go up there maybe like once a year. We would go up there and date, maybe spend a couple of days, possibly a week. And then what happened is as our careers advanced, uh, she became um, an event uh, planner for a spirits company, uh, Martel Cognac, and she did an event in Martha's Vineyard, um, basically a party, pouring opportunity for three nights, and uh, we had some filmmakers come, and uh, they showed their films at the theater in uh, Oak Bluffs, and the line was around the corner. So she, um, the light bulb went off in her head, and she decided that she was going to do a film festival. And I was was behind her 100% and said, you know, go for it. You know, you you can do it. Uh, And I supported her in her efforts, and then eventually uh, me having uh, a film background, um, it was just perfect that we, you know, merge our our talents together and uh, move forward with the idea. So that's, that's a short story. Mm-hmm. That's a short story. Um, there's several other film festivals. What makes your festival different than the other ones? And, and give me three that you admire, and besides going to, attending yours, that you would think other people would like to or should go well, to. Sure. The, the one thing about it is is that what people need to understand if they're not familiar is that there are a myriad of film festivals. Uh, I mean, from... Uh, African American to uh, you know gay uh, female um, you know you, you name it. There's a different genre, and different category for film festivals. So that's one thing they need to know. The other thing they need to know is that it, there's there's a gazillion, literally a gazillion uh, film festivals. Every state has you know who knows an, an, an innumerable amount of film festivals. Um, and the other thing you need to know is that they come and go. I mean, some some can last forever or for a really long time, and some kind of you know pop up like weeds and then they they disappear. So you're gonna get you know some are gonna be good and some are gonna be not so good. Um, and it's it's not an, it's not easy to do. I mean, it's 
for the most part predicated upon uh, sponsorship. Um, but then again, there's also different different shapes and sizes of them as well. I mean, you don't have to have everything that I had. That's just what we do. Um, and we try not to compare ourselves to other ones. Mm-hmm. But to answer the, the part of your question, um, some people would, would, would might recommend Sundance. Um, but, again, it really just depends on what your taste is. Now, you attended as an attendee. So mm-hmm. you're an African-American female. I would say you were in the right spot. You, you were at the right spot. There were people from all over the country. I don't know if you had a chance to speak to some of them, but people come from as far as uh, California, Colorado, and all up and down the eastern seaboard, Chicago. They come from all over to uh, mm-hmm. be there that week and to, the, to attend the, uh, the film festival. Uh, there's Urban World in uh, New York City, which takes place, I think, that's in September. Um, I haven't been recently, but, I mean, you know, if you're in the area, you can check it out. But just alone, New York City probably has, I don't know, maybe 20, 20 film festivals, if not more. Um, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of film festivals. There's ABFF in uh, Miami. Um, that might not be for everybody, though, because... It's just a different clientele, definitely different than the clientele in uh, Martha's Vineyard that you saw. It was, it's a little, it skews a little younger, and it's, um, you know, it's just different. It's easier to get to Miami than it is to get to Martha's Vineyard, so it's a little different. But nonetheless, you might still want to go as an attendee. So I would, I would recommend, you know, just trying to check things out. You know, pack, pack light, and just try to do a little research before you go to uh, any film festival. Um, to see what's going on, especially because you wanna you wanna be able to do other things as well. You don't wanna just uh, be tied to the festival. You wanna be able to experience some of the uh, surroundings as well. You know, you can get right. more more bang for your buck. Right, and you've been doing this for ten years, correct? Yes, this was our this was our tenth year, and we're, we're very proud of that. And um, and I I'm I'm truly impressed with um, ten years, like you said, you had a market that's um, full of other film festivals and to last um, this long says a lot about your character. Now, um, there's other films that came out of your film festival besides The Contradiction of Fair Hope. Can you give us a list of other ones that um, that you're very proud to say you helped promote at its infancy? Sure, absolutely. Um, and I don't have the, uh, the brochure in front of me, but I'll, I'll give it the best, my best shot. Now there's three. There's three. We have. We typically have uh, three genres. We have shorts, which typically be can be as short as five minutes or thirty minutes. Um, and on Saturday, I don't know if you attended. We had the uh, HBO short film competition. Uh, that was Saturday evening, and then and the five films in in, in that uh, category were excellent. I think it was Curveball, uh, The Tombs. Um, uh, my, my mind. Oh, Junior was a was a fan favorite as well. So those those are some of the short films that were really good. Um, there was also mm-hmm. um, I Can Smoke, which was a an, an interesting piece, and there was a few other interesting uh, short films that screened as well. I think Octavia Spencer, the Academy Award winner for Best Actress in the Help, had a film there uh, narrated by Viola Davis, who was also nominated for the Academy Award. Um, her film, I don't remember her film, but I, I know it was about bullying, and it was um, kind of semi-autobiographical about uh, Barack Obama and his experiences as a child. Uh, there was another film called Bully, 
um, that was very good. It was also about bullying. And there was a, a, a film by a youngster, a, a young child who's nine years old. She's trying to help her brother um, get this commemorative stamp about this gentleman by the name of York. And um, he was with the uh, the two men who are, are credited with, um, and, and, and this has escaped me as well, they're, they're credited with uh, discovering... What's the story of Sacagawea? Oh, okay. They were like um, uh, frontier explorers. Men? The two explorers. Okay. Okay. You talking about Daniel Boone? No, no. It's in that in that period. But nonetheless, okay. uh, right. it's we called it's it. called Chasing York. You can you can Google that. It's called Chasing York, mm-hmm. and she, he's trying to get a commemorative stamp for this African American uh, gentleman who helped these two explorers unbeknownst to the world. He was he was kind of like their point person, but he's not credited in any of the uh the history books or anything. So his first name is, is York and and their mission and he's only the boy is only 12, his sister's 9. His mission is to get this comm- commemorative stamp uh with this this gentleman York on the on the cover. So that's that's a very honorable thing for him to do. So that's the short category. Uh we had a good piece mm-hmm. on why why do you have black dolls? Um, that was a very interesting uh, piece, and it was one of my favorites was the Gantelist, which was about this guy named Jerry. I think his name is Jerry Gant, and he's a uh, an artist in Newark, New Jersey. That was one of my mm-hmm. favorite pieces. So there was there was a lot of uh, a great shorts, and you'd really have to, um, you know, be a fan of uh, of African American um, art and artifacts, and also history. Um, and it, it helps to be that way. Now, in the feature categories, it was a phenomenal film called Wolf uh, by a gentleman by the name of Yake Smith, and he's a professor uh, at U- University of Texas. Um, and it was about um, this child. It was a narrative film, and uh, it was about um, molest- not molestation, sexual molestation. But really it's about a relationship between this uh, this man who's a preacher, or minister, and um, this boy who he has been kind of like ministering. And um, it's told through the story of the eyes of the child. And when I say child, he's probably a preteen, maybe a teen, and basically the the young man falls in love with the minister, and the minister breaks it off with the boy. And um, we we see the family, the family kind of like fall apart. So it's, it's, and the thing about that film that was really great was that it was done very tastefully. It wasn't, it wasn't a shock and awe movie, and it wasn't um, too unsettling. I mean, he told the truth, and the, unfortunately, these things do still go on. Um, he did use the church as, a, as, as his, uh, you know, paradigm, but, but you know, it happens all over. I mean, just recently with obviously with Jerry Sandusky, and uh, there was some other guy up in. Uh, uh, Syracuse and I mean the list is endless. So mm-hmm. it was it was an excellent film. It was definitely an award winner. Um, it won the uh, the producers award. It was a great film. The Last Fall was a was an excellent film as well. That was about a um, a football player um, who, unbeknownst to the world, is not making the money that that we might think he's making. He's basically a journeyman, and he goes broke. He's basically broke, and he has to start all over again and figure things out um, for himself. Um, and there was an excellent movie um, called Alaska Land uh, by a Nigerian woman um, about uh, the Nigerians 
Nigerian, just the narrative as well, about the Nigerian experience in Alaska, this one particular family, their experience in Alaska. And what basically sort of kind of like a fish-out-of-water story, but it's a, a coming-of-age story about Nigerians living in Africa. So that was a, a, an excellent movie as well. And this year we received like this excellent features, excellent documentaries, and excellent short films. I mean, it was a really, really great lineup. In the documentary section, you mentioned The Contradictions of Fair Hope, which was uh, the HBO documentary winner. Uh, then there was the uh, Vasali 73 American Runway Revolution. That was uh, also the one, the CNN documentary award. That was a, a, a great documentary as well. Uh, there was the uh, A&T Uprising, um, I think it was called Walls That Bleed, and that was a very interesting documentary. And uh, there was one more, possibly two more that escaped me right now. I don't have the brochure in front of me. But all in all, we had about 60-plus films. Um, which oh, is I more thought you only had 25. No, no, it was, it was like 60-plus, and that's way more than we, 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 we want to have. We want to have it down to like 40 maybe 35 and we're we're going to work on some of that some of that next year uh just just not to have so much content just to just to make things a little different we're going to work on some things differently um for next year and and to pare pare things down um the event crescendo What's happening? What, Why did what you, do you have so happened? many submissions? Oh, you we know, got some has... great we got great publicity uh uh, going into it, so we <laughs> received the most submissions we've ever received. Um, and plus, it was the tenth year, and sometimes things come together like that. I mean, sometimes, you know, the sun, the moon, the stars—they all align, and, <laughs> and you get a lot of submissions. I, I mean, it was a wonderful um, experience. I've, I met a few people that knew about it, couldn't wait to attend, and Good. Um, and it, it's it's great. So. You want to pare it down next year. Do you think about, have you thought about um, having a satellite off the uh, Martha's Vineyard? Well, Maybe visual or audio? Venue. No, visual or satellite? You mean like a, uh, oh, you mean a satellite event? Yes, we have thought about yeah. that. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. We're we're trying to work on that um, uh, for 2013. We're trying to do something for 2013, um, and that would possibly be in the Charlotte area for those folks that can't make it to Martha's Vineyard because it it can be a little pricey and a little costly and also Mm -hmm. a bit arduous to get to. We're going to have it uh, in the Charlotte area. Uh, So we're working Mm -hmm. on that now. We're definitely working on that Mm -hmm. now. I'm glad you asked about that. Yeah, uh, because I was thinking the sister to uh, Martha's Vineyard Maybe in my in, in my estimation is um, the Gullah Island, <laughs> okay. which is very that's, historic. I haven't been there, but that's a that's a beautiful place. I'd love to be there. Um, I've never know, the been. Thing, the thing, but you know, the, the Gullah Islands is probably you're right. It's probably very similar. Well, again, that and, and I'm glad you brought that up too. Are you there? All right, I think we lost we lost our friend Floyd Rance. Hopefully he'll call back. He's talking about the Martha's Vineyard uh, African American Film Festival, and we're discussing maybe having a satellite venue in South Carolina in the Gullah area. So 
Let's wait for Mr. Rance to call back. And until he calls back, I'm going to play just a little music. The most militant opponents of Booker T. Washington's philosophy of accommodation. Okay, we have you back on the line. Thanks so much. Now, we were talking about the Gullah Island. Right. What I was saying was, and I I do apologize for that, uh, the Gullah Islands is similar to Martha's Vineyard in that it is a unique place, and it's kind of, again, like its own planet. And I'm sure there's parts of it. I mean, the Gullah Islands has so much more history. I mean, my God, I'm, I'm blown away by all the history uh, that the Gullah Islands have, but it is de- that is de- that's even more unique than uh, Martha's Vineyard. So um, you're right, you're absolutely right. It would be re- related to uh, Martha's Vineyard in, the, in its uniqueness, but I, I definitely wouldn't want to tackle the Gullah Islands. I mean, that's just such a rich, such a rich place in African American history. Um, I wouldn't want to spoil it in that in that regard. I mean, it's so untu- it's so untouched. You know, I mean, I know they get they have tourism, but I wouldn't want to be, you know, I wouldn't want to spoil it like that. I mean, we we considered Charleston though. Charleston's a nice venue, um, okay. but to start, we may just just do it in uh, Charlotte, you know, just to keep it keep it simple for those folks who need, you know, uh, a little a little simpler simplicity uh, at at the event. We may just just do it in, in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And um, we were talking about events. You said there was a lot to do, and that's how you should decide which film festival to attend. Mm-hmm. Wasn't the Harlem Arts Fair going on around the same time? Yes, as your the film Harlem, festival? it's called the Harlem Fine Arts Show, um, okay. and this was their first year there. And we we did uh, uh, chat before the event, so I did know that they were going to be there, and we were. It was kind of like a testing year. We were trying to find out, you know, just trying to trying to create some type of uh, synergy between the two events. Um, he or they, I should say, ran into some complications. Um, again, Martha's Vineyard is a, is an, an island unto its planet unto itself. So you really have to uh, take some take some time to get to know uh, the people and to figure out how the politics work and how things work. Um, but all in all, I mean, they 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 got it off the ground and 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 they did good and they actually complimented us really well. So we'll we'll take some time off and then we'll probably put our heads together and uh, see what we're going to do for next year. And we we also talked about uh, bringing them down here in Charlotte. But that entity is an entity unto itself. He's going to be doing his thing in in February at. Um, I think it's at the um, the church in Harlem, the Riverside Church, if I'm not mistaken, in Harlem. Um, and he he tours; they tour as well. Um, but that was a nice component and a nice compliment as well. Yeah, I would think so. And mm-hmm. you mentioned a few sponsors. Uh, give us a list of the sponsors and tell us how did you guys make the connection, and how long have you been working together? Okay, well, uh, that's a great question. Uh, Macy's 
is uh, Macy's came about by just basically reaching out to them. And uh, sponsorship works, one of the ways sponsorships works is just by making a connection. I mean, there's, 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 there's no secrets. There's no secrets. I mean, it's all in who you know. Um, and it's all in who you get on the phone sometimes. Um, so that was just reaching out to Macy's, and we were blessed to, uh, um, you know, be connected with someone who um, could appreciate what we were doing. And uh, they've been on board, I think it's been three years. This was their third year, and we're really, really happy and proud to have them on board. They subsequently brought on Lacoste. Um, Lacoste, this was their second year on board. Um, so Lacoste and Macy's are kind of like the, the co-presenting sponsors of the uh, film festival. Um, HBO has been on board for the past, I want to say, six, seven, about seven years. Um, and they are the award sponsor. They sponsor the awards. Um, at the end, of, on Saturday night, we had the uh, short film competition, and then the awards follow after that. Um, and 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 we're trying to do other things with them as well. Uh, Sachi and Sachi, which is our advertising component, and that's a, that's the one component that really sets us apart from all the other uh, African American festivals is the advertising component, and. Um, Although you don't see it, they do a lot of work with the filmmakers uh, off island and off, you know, during the off season. They work with their, the group of filmmakers that they selected. They bring them to uh, their facility in New York City and they do screenings there. And they, they're trying to, uh, uh, you know, bring more African Americans into commercial production because there's a huge void of African Americans behind the cameras in commercial production. So they've taken on this diversity initiative to bring, you know, introduce talent, undiscovered talent, into uh, the advertising world. So that's huge. They they should be applauded for that. Um, and let's see, I hope I'm not forgetting anyone else. So, so I said Lacoste, Macy's, HBO, uh, Saatchi and Saatchi. I, I think that's it. I mean, we have uh, local bank sponsor. Uh, CSC, which has been with us, is Camera Service Center located in New, in New Jersey. Those are uh, associates of mine as well. They've been with us. They've been great supporters for the past, I don't know, eight, ten years. They've been with us about eight years at least. So it's it's really, uh, as I said, who you know, and it's about relationships and, and, and making relationships and fostering relationships. And I and again, that's, it's just something that I like to do. I I, I love meeting people. Uh, being nice to people and trying to make some type of connection and uh, getting them on board, and we hope to have other, you know, other sponsors on board in the future. Wonderful. And you had a the. Um... Oh, and I, I, there's one more. I knew I forgot mm-hmm. somebody. Okay. CNN. <laughs> they are. They 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 sponsored a, an award. This is was their third year or their fourth year, and they came on board. Um, again, these things don't happen. Some of them are easy, and some of them are not so easy. And some come on board maybe one year, two years, and then their their initiatives may change. But CNN has been on board uh, faithfully and supportively for the past, I want to say, four or five years. And they basically were introduced to us via HBO, but we have been pursuing them uh, prior to the introduction as well. So sometimes when you when you get that stone going, rolling down the hill, it, it's going to gather 
gather moss. So that's that's the way of looking at that. Well, you have a great attitude, and, and it's nice of you to share all of these stories with um, our audience because you you don't know who you are encouraging to also get in this um, this job. Well, you know that's, that's 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 what it is, Leslie. I mean, you know, I'm not, there's no secrets. You know, I'm not I'm not I'm not uh, I don't have any secrets, you know. I mean, it, by all means. I, and, you know, that's interesting that you said that as well. You're like, you don't know who you're encouraging. If you notice, there were several events going on in, in Martha's Vineyard during that week. And all that activity was created by my event. It wasn't there 10 years ago. So there was a, there was a jazz festival that was going on. That's been going on for three years. The Harlem Fine Art Show, they were, partic- they were specifically there because we were there. So, you know, we attracted them. There have been other events that have kind of like uh, spurned, been born as a result mm-hmm. of our success there. So when when you're having success doing something, you're going to have people who are going to, you know, want to be successful as well, want to get on board or want to, you know, it's going to inspire them to do something uh, as well. And that's, again, that's what it's all about. You want to you wanna be able to inspire people and get them going right. as well, you know, and that that's the way I, I see it. So there's a there's a whole there's a plethora of other events that have been been inspired by our film festival and they take place right there in the venue. And that works for you and it works against you as well because they're cutting into your marketplace. But that's just the way the yeah. uh, that's just the way the business goes. I mean, you gotta roll with the punches. Wow, I didn't look at it that way, but I could see that being yeah that you know you can't spread spread your money too thinly, and if you're being yeah you're right on your way to the the venue i mean to the film festival, you may see four or five other things that that may take some of your money away so I oh yeah being, i mean they if they if, yeah. if, if, if they if they're gonna be there i mean if you're doing well and mm-hmm. they know you're doing well, then for sure they're gonna you know they're gonna somebody's gonna try to come and you know, piggyback is what we call it. They're going to try to piggyback on your success. If you're not, it just lets you know you're doing well. That's all. If yeah, you're not right. doing, yeah. If you're not doing well, then they're like, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to mess with that. But if you're doing well, then for sure enough, they're going to park their car next to yours and try to sell some <laughs> stuff too. That's just the way it goes. Now, um, technology is there a way that you can? I bought my um, all day pass on the internet. Mm-hmm. Is there a way that you can block that from happening by advertising and making sure that, you know, your attendees pay up front before, you know, the predators get a hold of them? Um, what do you call them predators? And, that's, and I, I'm just saying, you know, just to <laughs> no, get to I the understand. point quickly. I, we, we, I they're not predators. They're, they're baby rants. Competitors. They're competitors. <laughs> Um, no, I mean, you know, it's it's not it's, it's not something that we really are concerned about per se. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. to a certain extent, you want to be able to keep it all in one. You know, you want to be able to have your own kind of like property, kind of like Disneyland, you, where you own mm-hmm. everything. You have the whole thing to yourself. But uh, on the other hand, it, 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 it's not that it's not the case. I don't own Martha's Vineyard, and I don't own a big piece of land where I can kind of section it off for myself. So you just have to deal with it. It's just it's just competition. You just have to uh uh you know, be better. You just have to keep trying to make your event better, make it make it better, make it better. You know, in 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 addition to having competitors out there who are kind of siphoning from your event, 
you have to try to make it fresh every year, you know, and that's, mm-hmm. so that that makes it even hard, harder for you. So it's making it harder on them as well, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but see, we have we have our fans, and then maybe they have fans, but they're definitely trying to not woo all your fans, but if they can woo some of them, they're just trying to give them an alternative. You know, that's what mm-hmm. they're trying to do. Like so, like, again, it's like. If you're making a, a dollar over here, then they see you making a dollar over there. Sure enough, and you're selling. Let's say you're selling T-shirts on this corner, and you got a long line. Sure enough, someone's going to come on the other corner and start selling the same thing, or something similar. Just right. just because you got a long line, and that that's just business. That's just what's going to happen. That is so true. Now, yeah. um, on a little lighter note, Rashad Robinson. Right. Tell our audience who he is. And why is he so special? And okay, now the, the the deal with Rashad, and I'm I'm new to Rashad as well. Um, from what I understand, he is the head of an organization called Color of Change, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. And um, he has a, a very long list of accomplishments and achievements. So if if you need to know more about uh, Mr. Rashad. Uh, Robinson, you know, please look him up online and, and Google him, and I'm sure you will be impressed by his uh, his uh, uh, dossier. Um, I can't, I can't. Unfortunately, I can't go on about uh, uh, Mr. Robinson because that was my first time meeting him that that evening. But I, I was prepped on him being a, a very accomplished young man, or man, I should say, not a young man. But. Did he come? Uh, who recommended that he would host? Um, the contradiction of fear holds. Oh, okay. Screening. What what happened was there was a uh, a young woman by the name of Crystal, and I know I don't I can't her last name escapes me, but she did an event, a philanthropic event. She had a philanthropic mm-hmm. summit um, earlier in the uh, in the week. Like I, I think her event went from Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Well, she reached out to us as well and wanted to partner. She wanted to co-partner something, um, and I think Mr. Robinson was at her event. So mm-hmm. prior to the event, we they, we put our heads together and said, okay, well, we'll do this, which was the Contradicts of Fair Hope, here at uh, the venue where it was. So uh, we just partnered. We just got together and partnered and uh, kind of like like minds thing, and, and, and that's how that all, the whole thing came mm-hmm. together. Yeah, and and that gentleman's name. I think the audience should look him up because he's an activist online, and he uh, influenced a lot of uh, political changes through petitions online. His name is Rashad Robinson, and it's the Color of Change dot org. And right. he was with the group. I think I met Crystal. I'm not sure. I don't want to say that over on the internet, but I met someone who was covering on that philanthropic summit. And the website that she gave me is blackgivesback.com or okay. blackgivesback. So um, you attracted, we talked earlier about the, the negative attractions of people that are coming, trying to siphon um, your talent. I, would, I, I, I just want to clarify, I wouldn't call it negative. I would just say par for the course. I mean, that's just that's just right. life. That's just business. I mean, that's part of the curve. Here's a curve. Yeah, that's just life. what it is. What it is. Right. right. And and what what where we're going right now is to say how you attracted someone from such an elite organization. Um, 
the black gives back. You know, well, again, again, like, like I said earlier, it's like if you're when you're doing something well, you're gonna you're gonna get both. When you're doing something well, you're gonna get you're gonna get negative, and then you're gonna mm-hmm. get positive. So you have to just try to be weary of who you partner with. So we've and, had. And you, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, we've had people who've tried to partner partner with us who were negative. They were, you know, self-centered, uh, egotistical, and just very ungrateful. And that, again, that's just a part of business. It's part of life, really, is that you're going to run into people who, you know, don't appreciate what you're doing, and they're 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 out for themselves, and they're really just trying to, uh, you know, make some money where they really where it really isn't any money for them to make. You know, that's their whole right. objective. Is just to again, just trying to piggyback off your success. They're not trying to pitch in like she did. See, she pitched in. She said, "Well, okay, hey, I got this this venue. What can we do together? You know, I'm gonna be here anyway. What can we do together?" So it's like, oh, okay, well, we're a little weary of partnering with people, but let's give it a shot and see what we can do together. And fortunately, she was a woman of her word, and then, and that came through. So she brought this to the table. Well, hey, I have uh, Rashad Robinson's going to be here, and he's going to moderate this event, right? Um, so, okay, well, that's something on the table. That That's something we can work with, and we got this. We're going to bring that, and we'll put our two uh, our coins together, and we'll make this happen, right? And it, it was very successful. As you could see, it was a nice event. Well, on the another hand, you might have someone who's, who's maybe self-centered and they want it to be all about them, and you're going to work with them, and then in the long run they're going to do you dirty. But that, again, is just a part of business, unfortunately. That's just how it goes. And I'm glad that you didn't let any of them get the best of you, and, and that you're still here. And oh, you're thank you. And you're talking about expanding. And um, I'm so pleased to have met you, and I thought it was um, divine intervention that Rashad was there working around, uh, you know, on the same type of subject as Contradiction of Fair Hope. I was, uh-huh. You know, I think it was uh-huh. a, a, a great coincidence that he's part of a philanthropic group, and this right. film was about, you know, philanthropic uh, philosophy at a, a stage back when we really didn't have any money. That's so a good we, point. That's we, a very good point. You know, so, um, you know, most people say that right now we're the most selfish people and we don't look out for one another. And between the film and the actual people that were attending your event and what you're doing, it is a contradiction in itself to what the media is portraying, how the media is portraying us as being selfish and self-centered. But here we okay, have three different genres that men. Oh, yeah. yeah that's I, was, great. I was feeling you guys. I was just like, you know, this needs to be shared. These types of events need to be televised. Oh, absolutely! On, um, I, I, I totally agree with you, Leslie. I mean, I'm uh, you know st- st- right right next to you, side by side, and I, I'm 100 percent in agreement with you. And we're working we're working towards trying to do that. You know, things take time; they don't happen overnight. You just have to be persistent. Mhm. Mhm. And and when I say philanthropic, I don't mean financially. I, I mean you. your time, your talent, right, your energy. You, yeah, you know, anybody could write a check. Especially if it's money that they didn't earn, if it's inheritance. Anybody can write right. a check to a charitable organization and get a write-off. 
But when you are, like you and your wife are doing all that work, I saw you with my own eyes running around as event planners do. Um, you you know, you put a lot of passion in there. And, and, and I'm, I'm just pleased to say that I saw it firsthand, and I hope it catches on uh-huh. um, in all different states that they have something similar to what you guys are doing uh-huh. um, because we need it. And, you know, we have Magic Johnson's Theater. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about, you know, how do you feel about having mainly one black theater nationally? Say that again. You said, how do we, how do I feel about we, we, having Yeah, how one? do you feel about the, the lack of venues oh, the for lack of venues. American films to be showcased? Okay, we, we're, I'm, I'm missing. You said Magic Johnson. Theater. We only have, he's the only theater that I know about. Besides, you know, we had Madam C.J. Walker. She owned a theater. Oh, did she? Okay. We don't, we don't have our own theaters in our communities. Well, that's not, I mean, that's, watch that's, films. that's, I would think that's on, that's, I mean, unfortunately, you know, that's on the list, but that's not mm-hmm. high on the list. I mean, there's so many mm-hmm. other things to be concerned about. And mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately, but then again, it's it's not unfortunate because he is there and he he does own them. Now I don't I know he has. I'm very impressed by Magic Johnson. He's definitely on my mm-hmm. role model list. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, he, and I'm not. I read his book. I read his 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 32 Business Ways book, and it was, it was very it was excellent. It was phenomenal. Um, so it's it's a blessing that he does have those theaters. Um, uh-huh. And it's not necessarily a negative that. No, the I think it's a great thing. I understand we don't have not, enough of them. No, we don't have I'm enough Magic that, Johnsons. No, I understand, but what I'm saying is that the theater business is not an easy business to mm-hmm. be in. You know what I mean? Okay. It's not. It's not what it used to be. I mean, there's a lot of overhead. I mean, right now in this era, we're looking at uh, all the theater chains, and and by now. For example, I'll give you a for example. In Martha's Vineyard, there is, I think there's, there's there was there's two theaters in Oak Bluffs where you were, right? Mm-hmm. And right. those are where the performing arts center is. There's two theaters downtown, and those theaters are decrepit. They're they're you know they're pretty almost almost abandoned almost, but they do have an owner. Well, the thing is, is that. Now in this day and age, in 2012, all the theaters are going digital. So you have to turn, they have to go from uh, projecting film to projecting a, a digital signal. So that that's a big overhaul. You're looking at maybe a hundred thousand dollars, if not more, to change your whole system over. So that's an expense that you, as a theater owner, have to have to have. You have to you have to make that happen. Now Magic can afford that, but can you imagine if you know, if you owned all these theaters and, you, you know, you have to turn over because the studios are no longer uh, are giving you those films on, uh, on, the, on the system that you have. So just to put it in layman's terms, you have a VHS system. They're going to give mm-hmm. you their stuff on a, on a hard drive. So you can't even show the movies anymore because you've got the VHS. There's nothing on VHS anymore. So you know, have to, you have to spend a hundred. You have to spend a hundred thousand dollars to be able to keep up with technology and be able to stay in business. A lot of you know, if you were just a sole owner uh, in a in a community that's uh, struggling or whatever, then you're going to be hard pressed. So it's a blessing and it's a curse at the same time because 
you know, you don't want some guy or, or a family or whatever who has maybe four or five theaters and they, they show movies as well. They can't make this transition, right? Yeah. They've got to yeah. go under unless they unless they have, uh, other things they rent the space out for other things, so it's not it's, it's really not an easy business to be mm-hmm. in. So Magic should be uh, commended and applauded for for all his efforts mm-hmm. in terms of owning the theaters, um, and then and he has friends and peers on his financial level as well, and I'm sure they've looked into it. And you know who knows he might be telling them no, you don't want to mess with this over here. You might want to get into the uh, you know the the franchise business. You know, uh, I'm a big it. admirer of of um, magic. I didn't want you to misunderstand my question. No, I no, I, I did. I did. Trying to make I the didn't. point that we don't have enough um, films. We theaters. don't have enough films or spaces, and, and that's what you're saying. Right. We don't have enough spaces, enough venues in our right. communities to uh, do something like this, or or you know other things. We have a lot of stage shows and plays and things of that nature. I mean, right. a, again, can that's, they double? That's, Say again. Can a theater house double as a um, film? Oh, absolutely. A yeah. venue? Yeah, absolutely. Uh huh. Absolutely. Has, have you, okay, so we talked about the logistics, and I got, uh, I think, the listeners. Um, we're all receiving a, a, a crash course on um, film uh, festivals and, you know, you know, in modern times, and I think um, this is something that um, a lot of young people should listen to. Have uh-huh. you done presentations? Do you teach? You know, have how far have you gone with um, sharing your knowledge with the, the, the with this backdrop information? Um, I, I guess I'm at the beginning of the, of that journey as well. I mean, I haven't I haven't even <laughs> begun to share as, as much info as I as I'd like to share, honestly. Mm-hmm. Maybe that maybe that's just around the corner where I can start, uh, you know, espousing that that information as well. Well, what you just explained to me about the the, the different transitions that are going on as far as technology um, is important. And yeah, no, it's, it's very important. It's, you know, a lot of people might not know that. I mean, in the other mm-hmm. town, in the other town where we were with the uh, contradiction of Fair Hope. Uh, there's a theater. There was a theater around the corner, not not directly around the corner, but down the street and around the corner on the main street. And they're in that same predicament. They uh, they have to change over uh, to uh, digital projection. They have to be able to receive hard drives and be able to screen their films on hard drive because they're still uh, projecting uh, cell cellular. Real. Yeah, yeah, real to real. They're still projecting real to real. But well, now as I said, these the studios are no longer distributing uh, films on real reels. This is like this is it. This is the end of the line. So if you don't uh, go to, if you don't convert over, then that's it. You're just out of luck. You're gonna have to do something else. You're not gonna be a movie house anymore. So that's a that's a predicament for all the independent owners out there. You know, all these all these independent owners, like the gentleman in uh, Oak Bluff, uh, he's in that predicament. He's gonna have to find uh, some money. Get a loan or something to get this hundred thousand dollar new system to put into his dilapidated movie house. It's probably not worth it for him to do that. And then in a place mm-hmm. like Martha's Vineyard, you only have six months to really make make substantial profit, if any, uh, because they're 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 you know in the winter months they're 
you know, non-existent. Their number one resource is gone, which is tourism. Um, so in the black community, bringing it back to the black community, uh, wherever they are, they are in America, it, it's kind of like the similar similar predicament. You know, if, if you take that movie house and put it in, you name the black community, that person would be in a similar, that independent theater owner would be in a similar predicament, whereas a, a, a stream of income would be shut off because now they can't do that anymore. Wow. Okay, and last questions I have is about something you mentioned much earlier in that conversation, um, the admissions. What are the requirements of okay. a filmmaker? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a, that's a fair question. Well, the, the requirements, essentially the way the process works is you download, you go to the website, which is mvaaff.com, and you uh, download the submission form. And then there will be a list of questions on the submission forms, and you fill that out, and then you submit it in with your submission fee. Um, it's a it's a nominal fee. Um, it's probably a lot less expensive than some of the other well-known film festivals out there. Um, so you send that in, and we receive that. And then after we view it once, then we view it again, and then if necessary we might view it a third time to see if this can fit fit in the programming uh, that we are, you know, going with. So it depends, again, on the genre, if it's a feature, short, or a short film or a documentary. Um, and then that's where it gets really, really critical um, in terms of, cause, because art, as you know, is subjective. Art is subjective. So, mm-hmm. uh, for example, I might love it. Somebody else, another judge might say they don't like it. And then we have to make a determination whether we're going to go, go. But you, but you, as a viewer, as an attendee, you might love it, right? So, right. you know that that that's always a kind of like a uh, sticky situation. So if you know you saw, it seemed like everybody loved Contradiction of Fair Hopes, and that's a good thing. So that that means that's easy. But there may have been another film where some people were like, well, it was okay, and another person might be like, oh, I loved it, you know. So that's just how art is. So it can be right. it can be kind of a, a of a dicey situation. Some some of the films we receive are no brainers. Uh, uh-huh. Some of them are are not accepted because of whatever criteria. It could be uh, the, the content. It could be uh, it lacks. What about uh, profanity? Yeah, typically never. Uh-huh. Typically never profanity. That's that's typically not the case. Sometimes there is sexual content that's inappropriate, um, and I have turned away some things possibly because maybe it was a little bit too risque. Um, mm-hmm. I try. I try to. It's a. It's a very liberal. We're very liberal in the programming. Um, that's mm-hmm. one thing that we definitely are very liberal. We don't. You know, we don't look down upon. Um, you know anything. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's really, it's really, it's really in terms of just technically, like it, has it been done? Uh, you know, is there passion behind your efforts? You know, and then it comes, it boils down to where are you a first timer? You know, what is your pedigree? Where do you come mm-hmm. from? Like, what you know, what has brought you to this point? So th- there's mm-hmm. a there's a lot that goes into. So is this a formal uh, interview? Do you formally interview your uh, your filmmakers? No, 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 no. I'm I'm just basing it off of the visual content. Oh, okay. 
I'm basing okay. it off the vision. Like I can I can look so I can look at I'll give you an example. I can look at contradictions of fair hope. And I can determine mm-hmm. based on this just by looking at it, the technical expertise of the person behind the camera. And I can look at it and tell how much research was done, how, the editing, how they put it together, the cinematography, the storyline, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that, that, that's the criteria that we're basing it on. Wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I think you're ready to move on into the classroom or the <laughs> <That's laughs> you're because you're ready. I mean, that sounds like a syllabus to me at least. Oh well, thank thank you, Leslie. I, I appreciate it. And like I said, maybe that's just maybe that's right around the corner. Uh, yes. Well, I enjoyed talking to you. I I had a great time meeting you. I look forward to uh, working with you, attending your your events. I want to promote them. I told you okay. that when I first met you. And okay. um, I, and next time I want you to bring your wife on as well. All um, right, sure you thing. guys are a wonderful team. And let's uh, stay in touch. Absolutely. Now, can you send me a link to this? Yes, again, I will tell you in the audience, and I'll send it to you. Um, okay, it's cool. www.blackhistorydocumentaries.com. Uh-huh. Uh, and you can also find us at com, spelled anyway, Leslie, L-E-S-L-I-E or L-E-S-L-E-Y. Have them all. So wait, I will send you the link, and um, uh, make sure you get out and vote. You know, the RNC is starting tomorrow, the conventions, and we're trying to promote voting, and we're going to be covering the DNC and the RNC live with um, Gloria Brown Marshall, who is a constitutional law professor. So oh, I want wow, everyone to know. Yes. She's going to be here in Charlotte? Yes, North, yes she is. She's oh, going to okay. be down there. And I'll send you her um, herself. You don't mind if I send her yours, do you? Yeah, absolutely. I'd, I'd love to uh, to to say hello. We we're trying to volunteer. We were trying to volunteer, but it's it's mm-hmm. really it's not as easy as I would would have hoped it to be. But as you can only imagine, there's probably you know tons of volunteers trying to tons of folks trying to volunteer. Well, I will give you her number, and we'll make some if we can. <laughs> we'll see if we can make something happen. Uh, because here we go again. This is what it's all about: supporting and networking. And, That's it. You know what? What's what is the likelihood that she would be in North Carolina? Whatever, we'll we'll figure it all out. What, okay. Uh, once we get together. All right. Thanks again, uh, Floyd, and we'll talk soon. All right. Take care, Leslie. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.